After my husband and I first arrived at Paris, I was afraid to ever leave our apartment. So I would stare out in the window into the alley and I would see this cat looking for scraps. One day, some children came into the alley, trapped him in a box. I watched them light firecrackers and drop them in the box. I could hear them howl from three stories above. So finally, I had a reason to leave my apartment. I rescued this cat and I brought him home. He sits with me when I read, he sleeps with me and he purrs. But every once in a while, he will bite me or scratch me. He does this because sometimes he forgets that he is safe now. So I forgive him when he bites me because I remember what it is like to never feel safe. And that is because of you. So today, I ask only one thing of you. I ask you now to show me the respect by acknowledging what you did to me. That it was you who questioned me, tortured me, and that you remember me. Welcome to NYC Actors Talk Lost. Boom! I'm Nick. I'm Hunter. <laughs> Sorry. The, the boom. It's like, it's like so perfect. <laughs> Thank you. So perfect. Uh, so uh, today uh, on NYC Actors Talk Lost, we are going to be talking about Lost Season 3. Season three, we're really in the thick of it. We're in the thick of it now. We're halfway there. Actually, we're probably more than halfway there because uh, halfway because there. the seasons uh, uh, moving forward are shorter. Yeah, or 18 episodes, I think, right? Yeah, 17 or 18, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one is a nice 23 episodes long. 23 big ones. Or <laughs> eight, 15, 16, 23. Ooh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into this season. Uh, we uh, obviously we already covered the first two, so we're just moving forward. I've never seen Lost before. Hunter has. That's right. That's right. And uh, so this uh, this is always such a fun show to do with you, buddy. Yeah, dude, I'm having such a great time, and I and I hope you actors are having a great time following along. Lo watch Lost along with us. Come on. Yeah, come on. What are you come doing? On, what 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 are you doing? Uh so uh yeah, so let's just recap real quick um yeah. this season. So Tale of Two Cities, what happens? Uh the prisoners, uh the others have taken Jack, Sawyer, and Kate. Um, and uh basically put uh, Sawyer and Kate in cages. Right, Sawyer and Kate are in cages. Uh, uh Jack is locked up. We meet Juliet, a new character. Um, we'll get to her. Uh, <laughs> Played by, I think her name's Elizabeth Mitchell. Yes, yes, that's, that's right. I think that's right. Um, and so they're prisoners. Uh, we, we get some insight on Jack with the divorce with Sarah. Uh, and then the second episode, Glass Ballerina, they, they outright finally confirmed that, yes, Son was cheating on uh -huh. uh, a Jin uh, with, uh, what, what was his name? Bald, bald guy. Bald, baldy. Yeah, uh, uh, she uh, cheated uh, uh, with Baldy. 
And then uh, Jin kills that guy. Right. Jin, well, uh, Jin doesn't kill the guy. Jin actually tells him to leave the country. And then oh, that's he, right. Yeah. And, and, and then, then and then Baldy kills himself. Yeah. But also Jin didn't know. Jin didn't know. Right. Jin, Jin didn't know. And Jin feels responsible. Yes. Um, and so that's the episode. That's the second episode. Third episode. Further instructions. Locke uh, gets high. Uh, episode four. Uh, <laughs> uh, episode four. Man, for, uh, every man for himself. Uh, uh, a Sawyer episode. The only Sawyer episode. Uh, and uh, we'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Mm. Um, Sawyer Sawyer uh, is in prison uh, and has a daughter. He's got um, a little baby. Got a little baby, and uh, he gets out of prison by talking uh, and working with uh, the warden. Yep. Uh, episode five, Cost of Living. Mr. Echo, my favorite character of season two, dies. Uh. Um, this season's off to a great start. Um, so uh, <laughs> episode uh, six, Kate uh, marries Nathan fucking Fillion. Dude. Uh, but then leaves. Uh, leaves uh, the, the man, which isn't realistic. Uh, uh, episode seven, Not in Portland. We get our first Juliet episode. Juliet. Um, and uh, uh, at this point, Jack is uh, um, uh, doing surgery on Ben because Ben is dying. He has cancer in his spine. Uh, yeah, he has a tumor in his He's spine. A tumor, yeah, right, tumor in the spine. Um, basically, Jack stays. Uh, Kate and Sawyer leave the other sectioned, uh, uh, section, sectioned off island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like at Alcatraz. Yeah, it's like another. It's another island, and uh, yeah. that's where they're keeping the, uh, Jack Sawyer and Kate. So Sawyer and Jack, sorry, sorry, uh, Sawyer and Kate leave. Jack stays. Uh, episode yep. eight flashes before your eyes. Big Desmond episode. We finally find out that yes, he can see the future. He can see the past. He can essentially time travel, at least in his what? mind. In his yeah. mind, he can at least. Mm -hmm. uh, episode nine, Stranger in a Strange Land. Jack. Uh, we find out why Jack gets his tattoo. All right. Uh, I don't know why we needed to know that, but now we know. Uh, yeah. Episode 10, uh, Hugo finds a van. They drive the van, and it's like Fast and Furious. Um, <laughs> uh, episode 11, Enter 77. Buddy episode. A buddy episode. Uh, Enter 77. Uh, Saeed episode. Uh, great flashback with, uh, uh, with uh, him uh, being uh, basically... Uh, captured and tortured by uh, uh this family that that he wronged in the past uh yeah. episode 12 uh a claire episode where we find out jack's dad was her dad too <laughs> jack's dad is everyone's dad <laughs> imagine that's the the twist everyone's jack's dad <laughs> everyone's jack's dad or jack is everyone's dad <laughs> Episode 13, The Man from Tallahassee. We finally find out why Locke is, was in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, that is a thing I desperately wanted to know. Uh, so I'm glad we got that. Because um, now we know. As opposed to Jack's tattoo. We didn't need to know that. Yeah. Uh, episode 14, Expose. Nikki and Paolo don't know who they are. Well, the show didn't either until now. Episode 15, uh, Left Behind, the, all the others leave, um, uh, and uh, we don't know why yet, uh, I, it, or, or, or they're going back to their uh, yeah. origin, original place, basically. Their home. Their yeah. home. Uh, and Kate, and uh, uh, there's so much. <laughs> there's, there's so, so much. much. Episode. Kate and Juliet, like, 
uh, it's just a very very interesting episode so much happens yeah they, they work together oh and also uh, jack finally knows that sawyer and kate are, are uh together but that was before yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but, but yeah yeah uh yeah uh oh and uh and kate in the flashback meets sawyer's uh lover that's right yeah, yeah. which is cool which is cool uh uh-huh. one one of us uh which is which one is that oh uh, the Ju- another juliet episode mm-hmm. where we we find out more about uh her working with uh dharma mm-hmm. uh and uh and why she had to leave behind her her sister and can we trust her that was that, that's the the big dramatic question of that episode yeah uh catch 22 another desmond episode um he's a monk and uh we finally see uh how he met uh penny penny <laughs> um and, and also he he could have uh not saved charlie's life but decides to do that because yeah. because he you know he has a heart like you know he's mm-hmm. not just gonna well uh, this happens because charlie dies but eh, i'm not gonna let it happen yeah what a an interesting dilemma that he's faced with exactly uh doc uh a, a son episode uh where we find out that Jin is the father uh q uh jerry springer uh <laughs> uh he is the father uh the brig uh a lot happens in this episode uh lock uh tells sawyer um he's got to kill ben but really it's cooper lock's father um oh. and and sawyer kills lock's father um uh, cue uh, uh the darkness um <laughs> what what a picture what a picture. Uh, the what? Man Behind the Curtain. Finally, a Ben episode where we kind of yeah. get to see not too much, but just enough of his backstory, like why mm-hmm. he is the way he is. Greatest Hits, which is a Charlie episode. He makes a list. Uh, Through the Looking Glass, um, parts one and two. Uh, the Others versus our castaways. And we, and we find out that the flashbacks are flash forwards. Forwards. And so they left the island, and Jack is a mess. And Charlie dies. And Charlie dies. Uh, not Penny's boat. Not not Penny's boat. Dude. All right. Now, now that we have recapped the whole season, <laughs> more or less, let's jump into our thoughts. Uh, so, as if some of you don't know, we're going to talk about our thoughts. Uh, some random thoughts. Uh, some some uh, our MVPs our least favorite character of the season, acting that stuck out to us, and then our top five episodes. So Hunter, what are your thoughts? So my first thoughts, so season one made me fall in love with the simplicity of the show. Season two, I longed for that. And now season three showed me that there's no turning back on this wild roller coaster, and I don't want to get off. Like because season two kind of got a little lost for me now lost? that i've seen it lost <laughs> it got lost for me now especially now that i've uh re-watched this season this season I, I this is my favorite season so far i'm just gonna i'll say that um yeah i think that it's perfect television as far as i'm concerned um there are some like mishaps but for the most part i think this is uh the best season awesome awesome all right, so uh, so here's my thoughts. So if season one's about redemption and season two is about togetherness, then season three of Lost is about choices. All of our castaways this season are confronting challenges 
sometimes they're even thrust upon them. Uh, when that happens, what do the characters do when the chips are down? They feel trapped, whether it's fate, a set future or something or someone that made you who you are today. Ultimately, what every character needs to learn or uh, tragically needs to learn in many ways is that you, you have a choice. It's always up to you. Uh, although the start is a bit rocky for reasons outside the show, which we'll talk about, uh, I, I still and I still wish that all the episodes as a whole were more consistent. However, I can't complain too much because this was a wild, emotional, and surprisingly hilarious season. Season three creates these new storytelling potential uh, moments and and storylines. Uh, and and payoff that can only happen after spending so much time with these characters, as well as expanding the world of Lost in wonderful ways. Uh, a few not so great episodes, but also some truly standout episodes that are the absolute best in the series so far, and a handful that I know will end up in my top 10 of the entire series. Season three, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> season three you son of a bitch <laughs> so hunter as, yeah, uh, as uh as i as we both kind of uh laid out now we both really love the season yeah and uh, I, I, i'm also i think it's so interesting how we both started it off like hey what are your first thoughts season one season two but season three <laughs> I, I thought that, that was so funny yeah it, it, season three is basically like the bang it's like duh, oh. boom you know all I, I think also everybody does their best work I th- uh, I think, maybe I think. Um, potentially i i don't uh, here's the thing though i i really love this season i don't know if it's better than season one for me but i i once again i have to think about it season one's hard to beat but for me i think this season i think the writers i think uh most of the actors i think everybody's on freaking top of it oh absolutely like, dude. I think all like because as you said they've spent so much time with the actors have spent so much time with the characters that they're playing that they're really and i think that season two kind of lost that they really did. Yeah, it it, it kind of like, did because like it, it was less about the characters and it was more about like, ooh, what's in the hatch? Nobody nobody really stood out in season two. Like my MVP last episode was Anna Lucia and she, you know what I mean? It's like- Yeah, it's like it shouldn't- why, why? It sh- Yeah, it shouldn't be that character. And your, and your MVP was Echo. Right, another, yeah, it, uh, another supporting character, yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't right. be like that. Yeah, and I think I, like I, almost everyone has their time in the sun. Everyone has a spotlight moment or episode or something that really defines uh, all, not only who their character is, but also just how good these actors are. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I, I can't stress enough that I, I really like this season. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, we'll we'll uh, let, let's uh, continue to deep dive. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, I, I know that you want to talk about Echo's death. Yes, at least a little bit. I, I don't want to I don't want to uh, talk too much because it's 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 a pretty serious thing that happened. So the reason yeah. uh, that Mr. Echo died um, is because the actor's uh, parents 
passed away. I, I forget if I, I, I think it's, I think it was both of his parents that passed away. Yeah. Um, which is very sad and totally understandable why he would want to leave the show. Um, it's obviously from a, a narrative standpoint, it's disappointing because you want to see so much more from the character because it's so obvious that like he, he was, he was destined for like great things uh, in the future, but they were building him, his character up a lot. And I, yeah. I, I wonder how it would be different. I don't what know because like in a way it, he was like, Oh, sorry. I, talked over you and it was um, you know, now, now it's it's like it's so normal that his character died right that like and it just went that way you know but i wonder how it would have changed well it, it, uh, granted i think for me it does feel a little like like behind the scenes like I, I could see the man behind the curtain almost and you know and i could see like it doesn't feel all that natural for him to, to leave so soon yeah yeah obviously um i just wonder if they they would have focused on like Desmond as much as they did. And well, because, uh, because he's, he's almost like Locke of season two. Like he's based, cause Locke is like so conflicted in season yeah. two. Like he's basically the new Locke. So obviously like Locke is, uh, we'll get into it, but he's basically himself again in this season. So it, it's, also... it's but also not, which is why we'll, we'll get into it. But, but Mr. Echo was kind of that, replacement in a way yes um so yeah. it's interesting that yeah he does die once Locke kind of becomes himself again or at least in some ways yeah yeah I, th I think it, it does suck especially because I know that you liked his character so much yeah it's uh yeah like he he was so good you know and and, and, and yeah and I, I once again totally understandable totally understandable why he would leave though I totally get it so I'm mean, after that happened were you, were you like, where's the season going a little bit? Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the first six episodes. So yeah. by, by no mean are bad. None of them are bad. Um, but it was a very uh, inconsistent start to a great season. I was really worried that you were saying, you were even telling me before, like, oh yeah, this is my favorite season. I can't wait to talk about it. And I was like, really? So far. <laughs> because so, oh, i was even texting you like dude i just finished episode two i don't know what i i hope i'm wrong but i i don't like it so far or i don't like it as much yeah the and those first six episodes are so forgettable i think like yeah and, and there's a reason for that sorry sorry i talked over you um but there, and there's a and there's a reason for that and mm -hmm. which uh, I want to get into, but before we do that, I just want to say I wasn't a big fan of the Glass Ballerina, uh, which is the second episode of the season. Yes. And I was worried that I wouldn't love Jin and Son ever again because I was initially, at least, very upset that they revealed that Son cheated on Jin. But mm -hmm. but thinking back, they did they did set it up in the second season mm. and it's and it's more my disappointment in sun the character than like like a, a story problem that like i that i think is like so like inexcusable like I, i'm just disappointed she did that as a character yeah. you know because it because their love jin and sun's love or you know it's so strong mm. but i have but i have to remember that it wasn't so strong outside of the island it wasn't it wasn't as strong uh back then like it was right it was it was there 
which which we see in DOC. But once again, their love wasn't so strong that like like it is right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember you texted me. That was, I think, the only uh, time that you've ever revealed to me that you didn't uh, like your thoughts. On yeah, it. because so I, because I was so fine. I was so upset. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset, son. Dang it. God Why damn it. I'm so upset that these fictional characters did something <laughs> that I don't like. That I don't like. Dang it. But uh, but uh, just to jump back on there. So it, uh, uh, it's still an uneventful episode, which is why it's still not very good, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it doesn't really do much. Like, literally, like, in the present, they're just kind of like, eh, let's go back. <laughs> I- I Jin and Sun's episodes are some of my least favorite. Well, here's the thing though. I love them again in DOC. DOC's the best one. Well, that's the only yeah. other one. That's the only other one. Oh no, no, like uh in the course of the whole show at uh at this point, I think that's the best uh one of their episodes. Really? I I I still think in translation is my favorite, but DOC is a great sun up spotlight episode about Jin and Sun's love, uh, their love, and and it adds more to their past. It's not just like yeah, yeah we kind of know. Like it actually adds to it. So Sun meets his dad, yeah. which is which is crazy and and one of the best scenes of the show so far. Because oh, so I was literally just about to say that I was like that scene stands out so much to me. Like his dad is so emotionally resonant. He's so sympathetic that like it just crushes you. Um, and uh, and also Juliet and Son are great. Yeah, yeah. They're, There's a gr- they have they have a great pairing, and I think I think like a moment when Juliet is kind of like, "I'm sorry, I lied to you, Son." It's like, oh, like they they do they do care for each other. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Juliet. Her character is very interesting. Yeah, let's let's get let's get into her. Um, so yeah. so I have a I have a big boy note on her. Oh. Well, not actually that big. Um, yeah, big boy note. So Juliet is a great new addition to the show. Uh, Elizabeth Mitchell is wonderful. Uh, she brings a sarcastic but also very sincere energy to the show and whoever she interacts with. Uh, you you care for her story but you're never fully sure if she can be trusted and and Jack and Juliet have great chemistry her flashbacks are engaging and emotional she's also a very beautiful lady she's a beautiful lady she's a beautiful lady i confess she's a beautiful <laughs> lady um, when yeah. i was when i was younger and i watched the show for the first time she <laughs> my crush of the she's show. So she's so beautiful. <laughs> and that came back. That came back. She's just like she might be the prettiest girl on the show. Well, uh, uh Kate is still beautiful, Kate, but pretty up there. <laughs> but still, but still. And and let's go to Kate for a second. So continuing a not so hot take. Uh before I jump in actually, do you, do you have any thought more thoughts on Juliet? Um I I just think her her presence is needed. Her, Elizabeth Mitchell's presence is needed in that show. She it kind of grounds, uh, she grounds Jack in a way. Yeah, in um, a way, in a way that I think Kate never did, which is no. why, which is why, uh, once again, continuing a not so hot take, Sawyer and Kate making love in I Do was so cathartic. 
and it and and it made me sweaty uh the the show now feels like it's mostly on my side you know that they should be together i i say mostly because there were a few like love triangle square moments where between juliet jack jack uh yeah jack sorry i wrote jake in my notes jake Um, jake juliet jake uh juliet jack juliet jack sawyer and kate uh there were uh, some uh, love square moments where i i could have done without honestly um later in the season Uh, jack admitting his love to kate was a nice moment though uh but i definitely don't think jack and kate should end up together i don't know if it happens later in the show i don't give me any hints i don't i don't want it to happen it doesn't feel natural right now i think they're a good pairing but i don't think they're a good romantic pairing uh, Juliet is right there <laughs> and and still alive. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to trust the writers for now and just speak this into existence. Sawyer and Kate have to stay together. Jack and Juliet has to be a thing. I've said my piece. Kate pisses me off this year. Really? Kate. <sighs> she uses Sawyer towards the end. You know what? That is true. Which is like, one of which is why I which which is the the love triangle shit that I don't like. Yeah, she uses and and so uh, watching Sawyer deal with it, but also trying to be Sawyer. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's kind of he's kind of like yeah, you can use me if you want, but also he's like don't. On the inside, he's like no, I love you. <laughs> but no, I love you. And the like bringing it back to when they had sex. The only reason that she did that, and Sawyer even says it, and the only, he goes, I know you only did that because you thought I was a dead man. But that's not true. Are you sure? Well, that that's him lying to her. Like, that's him lying to himself. No, 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 no. The only, re- like, the only reason she did it was because... Like she thought that he was going to die. Well, that's I, a that's a different reading for you then, because I I do, I, believe, I do believe that's true. Well, you know you you know things more than I do. So oh no 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 I'm I'm only just talking about just this this Seasons. year. Yeah. I well, believe- I, I I disagree. I think like that was a moment where Kate had to say and and had to admit that she loves Sawyer. And I think Sawyer was kind of just confronting her like, yeah, well, you only said that because That's you had to. You know what I mean? Like, he's lying to her. He's lying to himself. That's a oh. classic That's a classic Sawyer move. Okay. Backing up my point, that uh, when Jack and her are, like, talking and then, like, Jack goes off with Juliet or whatever – and then Kate goes back and they have, they do it again. Right. Well, that's different. That's, that's her using him. Okay. So you don't think that she was, she started using him in the cage? Yeah, exactly. I don't, I think that was genuine, which is why I liked that moment so much. I, and why I was disappointed that she started using him at near the end of the season. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, because yeah, she no. was like, oh, Jack and Juliet. Oh, now I'm horny. <laughs> Yeah. Uh but but yeah, I, I didn't really care for those moments so much. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh let's let's jump into uh Charlie for a second. Um the writers have once again answered my prayers. 
and have now killed off Charlie. <laughs> but now I feel bad for doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I knew it. I knew it because while I was watching it, I was like, oh man, like season one, season two, Charlie sucks, but man, they do him right in season three. They really do. Uh, I'll, look, Hunter, I'll be more careful with my powers next time. Uh, however, uh, so uh, overall, Charlie was much more likable this season. Uh, season two, Charlie was just a bad dream. <laughs> uh, Charlie especially stood out in his spotlight episode, death, and various interactions with characters, especially Desmond and Hurley. Yes, my God. Her, um, we'll get to it, but Hurley and Charlie are great this year. Yeah, great pairing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Charlie, like, I couldn't help but think, I was like, that's why I liked him so much. That's why he was originally one of my favorite characters. Well, they finally, they finally found a pairing for him that works. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, they're, obviously Claire and Charlie have moments, but like, Hurley and Charlie and Desmond and Charlie are so much more interesting. Yes. Um, uh. Yeah, gosh, they try like they were trying to pair him with Locke. They were trying to pair him with Echo, and it like it just wasn't. Yeah, it never quite worked. The minute they find out who he works with, he's dead. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which is which is actually a bold move. Bold move. Um, bold. Right. Right when he starts getting good, you kill him. Yeah, and that that to me is like man, like anybody can go like anybody can go yeah i mean like you know he's not a major character but like he's been there since the start yeah he he i mean yeah he at this point he's the longest character that's been on the show that's died yeah exactly been on the show the longest and now he's dead yeah um, uh, oh let's uh let's jump into uh crossovers in the flashbacks so i liked the crossovers much better this time uh, i was really worried about uh I was thinking, I was like, oh, crap, like, Jack's dad's, Claire's dad, like, he's, because he, I remember, I remember you saying, oh, if Jack's dad just shows up in everyone's life, I'm going to hate it. And so, but and that's actually one of the few times that I don't mind it, because, like, of course, Jack's dad is, like, a sleaze ball, like, sleeps around with a bunch of women, like, kind of guy. So it's like, oh, you're my daughter? Oh, uh, hi. Well, and it brings it back to, to an Anna Lucia episode in season two where she drives him to some lady's house and he's like <gasps> arguing with her. Oh, that's, yeah. is that Claire's mom? I believe so. Oh, uh, shit. It's, it's, either, it's either, uh, or it might be, uh, uh, Claire's mom's sister, but it's one of those two. That's, I didn't know that. That's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I like Jack's dad being Claire's dad and that Jack and Claire don't know about it. Yeah. Which is great. Um, will uh, they find out? Who will knows? they? Will they? I don't know. Uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, and 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 Locks and Locks' dad being the OG Sawyer. Oh. Incredible! Uh, didn't notice that Nadia uh, in uh, Greatest Hits at first, but it's also a great appearance by her. Nadia, uh, uh, Saeed's uh, girl. I didn't, I didn't catch that. See, I didn't catch it at all until I read about it. Okay. Where is she in that episode? When she's being, uh, she's being attacked in the alley. 
Right? That's her. Yeah, that's her. I just shook my whole desk. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. What a great. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, and uh, Claire and Ka- Claire and Ka- uh, not Claire, uh, Kate and Cassidy. Uh, yep. uh, and they both have a connection with Sawyer, which is cool. So yeah. they were they were a duo I never knew I wanted. Um, oh, they, they were great. Yeah. Oh, and great. let's just let, let's uh, let's dig deeper <laughs> into uh, the first six episodes for a second, because I think we were trying. I was going to talk about it, but then we didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so here's the yeah yeah. So here's the reason why they're not so good. These uh, six, first six episodes. And by the way. I think the last two are actually quite good. I think I do is very good. And I think uh, the Sawyer episode, uh, <laughs> excuse you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and I think the Sawyer episode um, is also very good when he's in prison. Uh, yeah. That's probably my favorite one of the Sawyer one of, of the six. Uh, but uh, I, the reason is actually totally behind the scenes. Uh, ABC, uh, basically uh forced uh damon lindelof and their team to like do like another like 20 or so episodes and they were like okay fine but we, we, you know we don't know what to do yet you know you're just kind of forcing us to do this so literally you're trapping us in a cage right now so i guess we'll just write six episodes where they're trapped in a cage for six episodes and just they're, they're just there so we can figure out what the hell's going to happen next um so so they, they it's a rush job and an experiment where it's like okay just six episodes you know uh and then we leave on a cliffhanger because that's what happens they leave on a cliffhanger and uh-huh. then so that people can get excited for the actual rest of the uh season wow so that's why it's so disconnected in in, in a lot of ways it's almost like a season 2.5 yeah that's really interesting and that that it makes so much sense right because i think they tried that with other shows too like yeah just six episodes you know just like you know like kind of separate but like you know kind of also part of it like i think they did that with prisoners i think that show uh weird to do yeah it didn't it, it wasn't an experiment that worked but i do think that some of the episodes aren't as bad as some people say they are no i like you said the the kate episode i do is really good and sawyer's episode is really good too i really yeah it has some really really good moments in it uh Uh, but yeah uh so that that, i think that i i I found that oh sorry yeah when uh echo's episode the cost of living when he dies i do like that episode i thought it was i thought it was good well once again i don't i don't think any of them are bad the closest one to being like kind of bad is is glass ballerina but once again i it's just kind of uneventful it's not really that bad yeah um but yeah it's uh that I, one yeah that's, <laughs> but, that's one but, of my least favorites too yeah that's one of my least favorites too um but uh i i just thought it was interesting to talk about that because i didn't know that and once i f- read up about it and i was like oh that makes sense yeah no i didn't i didn't know that uh that either yeah so yeah I, it, it it makes total sense and yeah. it's so weird the behind the scenes crap that goes on right it's like yeah. why would they do that to those guys and i'm 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 certain that you know any questionable decisions moving forward are going to be like behind the scenes stuff yeah uh yeah i'm i'm interested to to read more stuff about that if there is more stuff because uh their abc's deal was okay fine 
uh, after the six episodes, you, you can plan out your ending because they wanted it to keep going like basically forever. Damon Lindelof was like, no, I want it to end soon. Yes, um, which I, I, I wasn't going to talk about this, but it kind of just brings it into that. It, it, over the course, I don't know how many episodes, but over the course of the rest of the show, because it was so, it's so successful, they don't want it to end. But they, I think they wanted it to end in three or four seasons. Yeah, uh, that, I think they, I don't know if they had a plan. I, I didn't look too much into it. I, I don't know if they had, a, they had a plan to like do six seasons, but I know they wanted to end it soon, which is yeah. why, which is why the next, the last three seasons are shorter. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently at least more experimental. I don't know what that means yet, but apparently, you know, uh, apparently it's, throw away the key, man. <laughs> but apparently it seems like they can do more than that, uh, more of what they want for either either successful reasons or not. I don't know yet, but uh, we'll get into that uh, yeah, in the we'll future. Get more into that in the future. So here's some more notes, uh, yeah. real quick. Hit me with them. Hit me. Hit uh, me with the so uh, Saeed doesn't get as much to do, but I feel like he's used perfectly this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, his flashbacks, as I said in Enter 77, is great. Uh, poor Hurley, not this time. He's so fully himself this season. He brings such good vibes. Uh, he even heroically helps Sawyer and Juliet in the, through the looking glass at the end. Yeah. There's still, of course, like an underlying tragedy to him, of course, but he felt more happy and was the life of the party every time. What a legend. What a legend! Uh, how do how do they still find way? Uh, how they still find ways to still use Ethan in the flashbacks? Fun stuff. And Ghost Boon, Ghost Boon spinoff, Ghost Boon spinoff, baby! I love it. Whenever whenever Boon appears, I go yes. Yeah, when he showed up in a Locks first episode, I was like, the return of Boon, baby. <laughs> because I feel like they realize they're like, oh man. We shouldn't have killed this guy off. <laughs> Fuck, he's, he's good. Um, yeah, he's good, man. So, the return of Lost's greatest character, Artst. Uh, Expose is the standalone episode I always love to see on Lost. Uh, a, yeah. clip sh- a clip show with mostly moments we've never seen before uh, through these uh, randos' perspectives. Nikki and Pablo, Pablo or Paolo? Uh, Paolo. Paolo, Nikki and Paolo are perfect one-off characters who show up in the first six episodes, which, which makes it less one-off-y because once again, that was actually a behind-the-scenes plan where they're like, oh, well, they got the, the ABC or the producers are like, well, they got to show up in other episodes. They can't just show up randomly in this one episode. And they were like, fine, we'll shoehorn them in the first six episodes. Which so the- I think is a, is a good decision. May- I- I don't know. I don't like them until that episode, which I mean, is yeah, which. I guess which I guess is the point. But yeah, I guess you're you're wondering who they are, but then the season answers it. You yeah. Know? So but anyway, I, yeah. I like so, I like that they that they show up in other episodes. Yeah. So anyway, I think they're perfect one-off characters who are irredeemable jerks. We love to see get their comeuppance. Uh, their fate is so dark. <laughs> I was laughing for minutes. This is like the this is like the most Twilight Zone episode yet, dude. So that that it didn't make it into my top five. It didn't for me either. It was close, dude. 
it was like a twilight murder mystery show where they're trying to solve what happened to these guys and as you said their fate when they get buried alive and they don't know none of them know besides them hurley and sawyer are unintentionally like killing them i know it's so oh my gosh and (laughs) also so good um, the actress that plays nikki oh i'm just gonna say it she's fine wow <laughs> he, she was on uh, uh, another network TV show that I really liked uh, called The Glades. And she was like a, a main character of that show. So I, I was really excited to see her show up in Lost because I, I, I mean, I forgot about her. Right. Um, but my God, she, she's so talented, so beautiful. Uh, I wanted more. I wanted more. I want her to be in the show. Actually, I, I, I don't. I actually, I, I thought it was perfect. Like the perfect one episode of, of about them. I thought it was great. Um, it was so, yeah, it was I, so, it was so close to being in my top five, but which is why I'm mentioning it now because it's not in my top five. Yeah, I, I didn't. Again, I didn't think you were gonna like this that episode. I was really? like, man, I'm gonna hate this. If it, if it was in season two, <laughs> it would have been in. It, it totally would have been in my top five. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's. I think it's. Yeah, it's definitely top five of season two for sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Jack spiking the football perfectly timed to the cut to the title. Iconic. Oh, can I be honest? That whole scene where they're watching him like run, it reminded me of uh, of Get Out. Yeah, like... Right? Yeah, boom, boom, boom. And then you see his arms come up and catch the football. It's like the perfect reveal ever. It's so it's like, good. And What are you doing there? Jack, what the fuck? Also... What you, what's going on? Also... We never really get why that happens. I know uh, that like, I know that like, you know, they made a deal, but like, he's being so friendly in that moment. So friendly. I, <laughs> I, th- I think it's, it's up to the, the audience a little bit. Um, I guess, but it's a little bit of a cheat to make you go, what the fuck is happening? Uh, yes, I and because it's th- like I thought there would be then an, the next episode would be about like why Jack is so friendly, but we don't really get that holds you it holds you if you were watching it while it was on it holds you to next week right yeah which it does and and then then in the next episode a lot happens in that what's why like with kate and she was like what uh, what is going are you brainwashed like what is going on yeah uh so i I think he was just playing nice to get off the island yeah i guess but once again i would have liked more i think yeah uh so uh let's go into our mvps uh hunter who is your MVP? Okay. So like I said before, all yes. of the actors, almost all the actors are, are on point this season. Right. And now. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm coming out and I'm saying it. This is Josh Holloway as Sawyer's season, dude. This is Sawyer's season. And I'll explain why i kind of already got please do i kind of already got into it um a little bit just every single time he's on screen i am so glued my eyes are glued to him i i want i want to see more of him all the time i'm so pissed that he only got one flashback episode because i think he i think he deserves all of them um but his subtlety and his like genuine love for everybody on the island yeah is infectious 
even when he doesn't want to show it, you know, yeah. like even when he, he just wants to be like the tough guy. Like, I don't, I don't want anybody to like me, you know? Um, and I think Josh Holloway like is an acting revelation this season. Um, I think no, I, I, he, he actually, he cares. He actually, the character actually cares. And uh-huh. I think this is the season where, cause it was back and forth for so long. Now we know he does care. Yeah. Um, and it just proves that it's not what you say or it's what you do. It's, it's what it, you yeah, do. It, it's what it's what and it's what you don't say. It's too, the it's the like. it's the choices you make. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then with with his acting, I I feel like it's not it's not what you say again. It's what it's what you don't say. It's what's going on underneath. Uh, and I I, th- I think there's not a false note in his performance here. Uh, so Nick or MVP, <laughs> who do you think it is? Uh, I think okay so my my safe answer lay it on me I have two answers my safe answer is John Locke my not safe answer is Jack okay so I'm going to reveal it right now so Locke has so many moments that excited me or brought a tear to my eye. Terry O'Quinn should have won for season one as well, but very much deserved his Emmy win for this season. However, my MVP is Sawyer. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> We're the same! We're the same! We're the same, dude! This is the first time. This is the first. Yeah, that's crazy. I okay. mean, I- not think that at all all right and let me tell you why let me tell you why okay so he steals every scene he's in he brings the hilarious fun to every spotlight episode he hops into and i say that because technically as we were talking about before he only has one but he's such a great constant presence throughout the whole season he'll show up in the big episodes and the small ones love lock but he shows up every four episodes sometimes this Mm -hmm. season this season is all Sawyer all the time. He works great off of Kate, Jack, Hurley, Son, Jin, Charlie, Juliet, and Locke. He is gold this season. Not only is he fun, but when it's time to get serious, he gets serious. Uh, he, he has some of the darkest and most violent moments of the season. Killing Cooper and Tom kind of dooms his soul. He still has a lot of soul searching to do and he's made choices that he'll regret, but he's also pushed to make noble choices too, making the group happy and his love for Kate that mends his soul. Mm-hmm. Josh Holloway uh, balances the humor and tragedy of Sawyer perfectly. Sawyer is still the most consistent character on the show. He's always amazing to watch. King of number two, no more go Sawyer. Dude, dude, why isn't his performance talked about more? Does he ever get an Emmy nom? No. What? Yeah, I know. I was, I was, uh, I didn't look up all the years, um, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but I know that I'm, I know he doesn't win. Um, dude, that's insane. Yeah, let's see. Uh, no, no. Nope. 
That's crazy. Yeah, don't know why. Uh, Josh Hall- and Josh Holloway, like he's on a bunch of network um, TV shows. Like I know he was on Colony and he was on another show, but uh, yeah, I don't think he's never won an Emmy. That's that's really nuts, dude. Because like he's so good in this show, and yeah. he might he might actually be my favorite character now. Oh, he's so okay. So he's the most consistent, which is why he might be my new favorite. Because I love Locke. And we'll get into Locke later, but I I do think Sawyer as a whole might might be my new favorite. Oh, so my favorite character is different than my MVP, uh, and I, I think past times it it, it has been. Jo- Sawyer is usually my favorite character, right? Right. Uh, but Desmond, Desmond's my favorite. Mm. And Desmond was my favorite character of season three the first time I watched it too. I love Desmond. I can't get me enough. Of Des- yeah, Desmond is is dope. He's he's even better in this season than the second because we actually get to spend time with him. Yeah, and sp- and spending time with Desmond is what I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> we um, we all love to spend time with him. I just think he's so cool and like yeah, collect- like he has so much power in seeing the future. Yeah, man. And he's so calm and collected. Yeah, exactly. You know no, it's I mean? it's insane. Like he's yeah, he's a great character. And his um, love for Penny. And th- their love yeah. is, oh my gosh, it 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 breaks my heart. A yeah, it really does. Yeah, like, especially in uh, through the Looking Glass when Charlie is down there, uh, talking to Penny. Oh right, yeah. So Desmond, and then Desmond comes running up like Penny, dude. He's Penny. so he was so close, so close. But also Charlie saving lives. Charlie saving lives when freaking Mikhail is out there with the grenade and then and dude closes it whoa and dude that was his choice yeah bet best death by the way maybe uh, you know what i mean like we, we can get into like what's fate and what's not but he made a conscious decision to save desmond's life and sacrifice his own because i mean desmond was saving his life so he yeah and he, and Desmond he, never he, this, but he Charlie owed Desmond. Yeah, tra- yeah, exactly. Charlie uh, returned the favor. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, such a beautiful moment that, and tra- Charlie warns them that that not that's not Penny. Right. Uh, I, I that is, but that's not Penny. Right. So. <laughs> not Penny. Uh, so I, I just want to jump into before we get into our least favorite. Uh, I want to say a, a, a very strong runner-up is obviously Locke, but also Ben. Uh, ben, we finally know his name. Uh, ben is a great antagonist. Uh, major props to Michael Emerson, who does get an Emmy for season five, I think. Yeah, he also got uh, Locke, or Terry O'Quinn beat him out. That's right, uh, for, for this season. Yep. Uh, so he does, Ben doesn't even, uh, sorry, Michael Emerson does even better here. Uh, he's not totally in control, as we figure out, but he's still a manipulator who gets what he wants. His mm-hmm. spot, his spotlight episode, The Man Behind the Curtain, perfectly shows his story. The car. A poor Roger Workman. <laughs> uh, poor Ben's guy. He, ben, ben is human and understandable, but never likable. And you never root for what he does, which is, I think, a very fine line, which makes him disturbing and tragic. He withholds information with glee. And even if he doesn't really have the information at all, 
uh, his, his back and forth with Locke is next level stuff. Uh, Locke is following him and craving for his acceptance, yet Locke knows he's a bad guy. Uh, ben and his group of others are never totally evil. They aren't too different from our group of castaways even, but they are still dangerous and a force to be reckoned with. And before uh, I end my notes, I just want to shout out uh, some of the guest stars. Uh, the casting really brought it this season with their guest stars. Yeah. Nathan Fillion, Mac from Always Sunny, uh, <laughs> uh, Rob yeah. McElhenney, uh, Cheech Morin, and Billy D. freaking Williams. Dude. Land Lando, baby. What? Yeah, that 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 uh, that excited me, especially because he's playing himself. Yeah, it's basically just him. It's him. Yeah, it's great. And then finally, let's do our 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 uh, biweekly bad dad alert. Uh, Jack's dad, I mean Claire's dad, <laughs> Locke's dad. <laughs> uh, yes, Locke's dad. Seriously, fuck him. Son's yeah. dad. Son's dad. Sawyer. Hurley's dad, kind of. Yeah, Hurley's dad, bad dad. Uh, Ben's dad. And Ben! Yeah, Ben, bad dad. And then finally, don't tell me what I can't do alert. Charlie says it. You don't get to tell me what I can't do. Um, <laughs> doctor. <laughs> that was a perfect Charlie. Uh, sort of. Um, doctor in Man from Tallahassee. Uh, he says, I don't want to hear about what you can't do. Uh, and then Ben says it in the brig and he says, don't tell me what I can't do, John. Uh, I know. And he says it like, like, Oh, you know, he says that. Yeah. You know, how do you, how does he know that? Yeah. Don't tell me what I can't do, John. Right. John. Oh God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, th those are all my notes. Uh, Hunter, least favorite character. Least favorite character. Uh, so for the past two seasons, it's been Charlie. But Charlie, it's redemption time. You're not my least favorite character. Good, my good. Least favorite character. Uh, you're, I, uh, it's Sun. Oh, Sun's my least favorite. I don't think she. Like, when I said most actors are bringing it, I think Sun has brought it the past two seasons, and I she don't, still does. What are you talking no, about? I don't, I don't. I don't think she is on the. What are you talking about? Wait, 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 wait. Did, did you did you not watch DOC? Did you skip that episode? No, I, I did watch it. And I she does great in that episode. But in the I I don't feel her. I don't I don't. Really? I just don't feel it. Yeah. Aww, I don't. That's too bad. And no, it made me feel bad because I was like, man, season two, she was great. And season one, she's great. But in this she season, I was her. like, I was like, I don't, I'm not feeling it for her. Um yeah, so she 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 is my least favorite character. All right, that's a surprise. That's a. <laughs> I know. I knew you were gonna not it's, like. It's that. very surprising. I didn't think you would go there, but also, who else would it be? Yeah, I I that's why I struggled with this because I was like, it's not that I don't like some. I just she was the least amount that I felt and that I wanted. I just wanted more from her, and I don't think I really wanted more from any. I mean, you know, you know. What yeah, I, mean? I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, which is why it was really hard for me too. Uh, it was really hard to decide because it's not so obvious this time. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have to go with Jack. He's in no way bad, but it didn't feel like he was around as much. And when we did get Jack episodes, it was either unnecessary or didn't give much insight into his character. 
Even through the looking glass? I'll get to that. Uh, Stranger, <laughs> Stranger in a Strange Land is apparently considered the worst episode of Lost. Um, it's at least the most hated episode, um, at least from what I've researched without go getting into spoilers. Um, I don't think it's that bad. However, it is an episode you can take away and it wouldn't change a damn thing. Yeah. Uh, his, his screaming fit in front of the kids in that episode was embarrassing, uh, character and acting wise. And I, I would have loved to see a whole episode. I, we were kind of talking about this before, but a whole episode where we actually see him slowly start to like or understand the others. We get that with Locke in the brig, which, yeah. scratch, which, uh, which scratches that itch for me. But it would have been perfect for Jack, too. He's essentially the main character, and this season is focused more on other characters, even though he has the most spotlight episodes. How weird is that? Uh, he's, he's at his, he is at his best in Through the Looking Glass. But that's the last two episodes. That's it. Just wished I got more. Weird, though. Uh, I was looking up who had the most uh, screen time and who was in the most episodes. Kate is in the most episodes. Right, no. I th which is, yeah. I think, apparently that's the only time someone has, someone has more screen time than Jack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I saw that, yeah. too. Um, that's, in that's interesting. Because uh, at least Sun redeemed herself with DOC. Yeah, Jack, this is not like a, a we love Jack season. Yeah, I, I, Jack is like, I feel like he's so complicated, especially in, in Through the Looking Glass, right? Like, once in the flash forwards, it's like, oh man, you are, he's you're a becoming, mess. you're becoming your father. Oh, yeah, he's drinking, he's a mess. Yeah. And it, it yeah. Um, saying that, I, I enjoyed, uh, Jack this year. I, I, beside, not, um, uh, Stranger in a Strange Land. I didn't enjoy that at all. Um, yeah. But in, in all of the other episodes, I, I, I thought that uh, he did a good job. So that's interesting. Well, he does, that's the thing. He does good. It's not like he's bad, that, which is why it's hard. You know uh -huh. what I mean? It's, it's not so obvious this time. So I, I, I just wish we got more out of Jack. As someone who loved Jack in the first season, I feel like he, in my opinion, he's getting a little less good every season. So I, I really yeah. hope, I really hope they kind of uh, redeem him because like the, the the last spotlight episode of his that i actually really liked was in the first episode of season two. Oh yeah really yeah yeah i mean i mean i mean i mean technically the last episode is a jack i it's weird because i i say spotlight even though it is technically a jack spotlight episode but it's so it's so about it's so focused on other things that i don't i can't necessarily even though it's technically a jack episode i could i don't classify it as a jack episode what through the looking glass yeah because it's even though they, they have flash forwards it, it's not really about him no it's it, i classify that more as a desmond charlie yeah it's like if if it's like they were scared to give desmond another flashback so they gave it to jack yeah all i'm gonna say is kate we have to go back. We, we have, have to go, go back. Back. Go back. <laughs> Dude, that scene though is is one of my favorite uh, scenes of. Yeah, that's a, that's an old timer moment right there because it's like I really didn't see that coming. It's like so like shocking because it's like yeah, I because at first I was like, why are we seeing Jack, like 
like where is this in in the timeline in his past but once you once you see kate you're like oh okay yeah which which is why i i which is why through the looking glass is not in my top five because it's an episode that i actually think will probably be better if i watch it again but i didn't watch it again (laughs) (laughs) it's better if you watch it twice but i didn't so (laughs) well here's the thing it's a it's it's a very good episode it didn't quite make my top five because my experience was why are we following jack this time like what's the point and once we found out the point it works but i i i I feel like and it has great moments throughout but i i as someone who was expecting it to be one of the best episodes of the series, which a lot of people think it is from what I've at least heard. Um, I, I was, I was only slightly disappointed, even though it is a great episode. It's got two of the most rememberable, uh, memorable um, moments in in lost history. Right. Uh, yeah. With not Penny's boat and, right. and Jack's scene with, we have to go back that, Two of the moments that I remember most, right? Um, which are which are great moments. Yeah, like I, I'll even go as far to say is not Penny Charlie's death is one of my is probably top five, top three of my favorite moments in Lost history. Yeah, it's it's um, it's solid. It's so that, good. It's and I I will say this too, one of the best television movie and movie deaths of all time because it it means, I think it, it at least to me, but I think it translates um I, it means so much it means so much it means I everything i mean it it, yeah. it just shows like redemption is possible it it shows that you know we make our own choices it mean it, it's all about the relationships we make togetherness so literally literally it 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 it, it, it culminates in into all the themes of lost yeah that that one singular moment it's a perfect moment i'm so happy that uh that you said it like that it's a perfect moment yeah Um, yeah um so Uh, so hunter acting that stuck out to you uh i think desmond i mean uh, obviously uh josh holloway the entire season so I, i won't even get into that um but desmond in his flashback episodes i think that he he's the lead he's leading the show in 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 uh some ways yeah he's Um, like the he's like he's like the new jack i like him more than jack yeah oh i i oh oh um and the actor that plays him i can't remember i didn't write it down and i can't remember his name but so perfect haven't seen him in anything else by the way oh that's too bad yeah i know i don't know why um but honestly i honestly i could say that with most of the cast though besides like besides uh besides a kate uh evangeline lily uh, Matthew Fox has, uh, has done uh, some movies. Um, oh, you know something I heard? Uh, uh, just I, I don't want to get too like personal, but like apparently, like Matthew Fox has uh, some accusations, uh, <laughs> which I didn't know about until now, uh, hurting women or abusing women or whatever. So, uh, which is too bad because I was looking into season three. I was like, oh yeah, oh oh, I didn't know that because I I didn't even know who he was until Lost. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, yeah, but but I I don't want to talk about that too much. uh, It was just something I noticed that like that's why that's like part of the reason why we don't see him so much because apparently maybe he's potentially kind of hard to work with. He's angry and whatever. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Um, But I I will say, yeah, 
Desmond in his flashback episodes, every single moment uh, stuck out to me. And then, but a singular moment uh, is Jin's dad. Oh yeah, you, we were talking um, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we yeah, yeah. <laughs> a piece on it. But uh, just a, a brilliant, brilliant acting moment uh, for him in that scene where he meets Son. Um, yeah, and like, Son. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, for him, for him especially. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, I, I, I just love that moment. Um, and. I, it makes me want him in it more. Um, but yeah, uh, acting that stuck out to you, Nicholas. So it's like a, there's so many to choose from yet again. But if I had to choose a moment uh, that is an all-timer, it would have to be Locke and Ben's last conversation in The Man from Tallahassee. They both have multiple great moments throughout the entire episode, but the ending is such a wonderful payoff to what's come before and ends with one of the biggest reveals of the entire show. Uh, Locke's look of utter defeat of what he's just done by blowing up the submarine, his realization that he was played by Ben again, and his utter confusion of what Ben is talking about and wants to know who's behind that door, and finally his face when he sees his father again. That moment of total shock. Maybe for the maybe for the first time in the show, he really can't believe what he's seeing. <laughs> he and he hates it. Uh, ben Ben thanking Locke for making his dreams come true is haunting and strangely got a tear out of me. Uh, ben deconstructing Locke that his father still has a hold on him even now. Uh, finally, Ben twisting earlier when uh, when Locke said, "Because you're in a wheelchair and I'm not." by saying, because I'm in a wheelchair and you're not. Uh, chilling stuff. Honorable, yeah. men honorable mentions go to Hurley talking to Libby and Trisha Tanaka is dead. Uh, Sawyer and Son's interactions in expose. Sawyer never, uh, never remembering Nikki and Pablo or Paolo. And who are you? <laughs> and who are you? And who are you? Um, <laughs> uh, Sawyer complimenting Claire and her baby just a wholesome moment a uh, son finding out it's Jin's baby in doc such a tearjerker moment mm -hmm. a lock lock versus sawyer in the brig desmond and penny when they first meet in catch 22 sawyer's deal with the warden in every man for himself danielle's uh uh danielle reuniting with her daughter uh and mr echo saying he has nothing to forgive and sorry, and one more, Juliet's scenes with her sister. Yes, yeah. Oh God, Elizabeth Mitchell. God. <laughs> oh. Oh, we I, we won't talk about it more right now. But we didn't talk about it enough. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> never. It's it'll it'll never be enough, Hunter. It'll never be enough. My God, is she great? <laughs> um. So, Hunter, top five episodes. Number yeah. five episodes my number five is catch 22 baby ah. um, yeah absolutely fantastic i i like um seeing desmond kind of deal with um like seeing charlie die but like for the greater good a little bit uh and how he's gonna deal with that um and yeah just desmond De just those guys and like going camping you know and uh there's a scene where uh uh Jin's like camping yeah camping let's go <laughs> and i'm like oh man these these freaking guys man it's, um, it's so good 
and then at the end, like them discovering Naomi and Naomi's like, Desmond, Desmond, how, first off, how do you know who he is? Why do you have a photo of, uh, also, why are you speaking like multiple languages? Yeah. And also the big reveal of, um, I, I, I'm actually not too sure if it happens in this episode, but it has to deal with, uh, Naomi, uh, the big reveal of like, no, they, they said they found the plane. They said you guys died. What? What? I don't know. I think that's so interesting. Um, that's a, yeah, that's like a so, so shocking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Catch-22 is definitely one of my uh, favorite episodes. Cool. Um, yeah, number five. Number five? All right, number five. They were, as I was saying, so many good episodes that like it was the hardest ranking I think I ever had to do yet for the oh, show. so hard. So yeah, hard. for the for the whole show so far, this is this has been the hardest. So number five, greatest hits. Charlie makes a list and he leaves mine. My shit list that is. Uh, Charlie has re-entered my heart. Uh, I was worried I wouldn't like this episode when I figured out it was a Charlie episode, but I loved it. Uh, such a smart way to reminisce on his character and a and a solid excuse for flashbacks by writing a list of his favorite memories. Yeah, uh, best. I I think the best Jack speech of the season in the opening when he's just like, "Yeah, we're gonna you know we're gonna test it out. We're gonna blow up these trees or whatever." Ba boom. Any questions? You know or whatever. You're ready. <laughs> it's like great. Um, Charlie saying goodbye to Aaron, Claire, and Hurley were so good. It's it's Charlie simply saying goodbye without them knowing this is the last time they'll ever see each other. Uh, the ring uh, Charlie left for Aaron, getting left behind. Devastating. Yeah. It's it's just like, oh, man. And now they're off the island, too. Oh, my God. Uh, Desmond wanting to take Charlie's place, regardless of what he has said, is remarkable. And it just goes to show what you were saying before. Like, Desmond will save Charlie every time. Yeah, I know. Or we'll Or will try to save him every time. Um, though Charlie knows what he wants to do, uh, though Charlie doesn't die in this episode, it perfectly sets up his death and is a great goodbye to Charlie. Uh, when, when he writes the night I met you, <laughs> cue the waterworks. It was so oh good. It, it's making me tear up right now. Just thinking about I know, it. I, I was, oh. I'm, I'm crying too. <laughs> what a love. Oh yeah. What an episode. Yeah. What a, what a love letter to Charlie. Yeah, and even when in season two, you're like, you don't deserve it. But then, I don't, the again, the writing this season's fantastic. Yeah, um, and a shout out to uh, a new writer, I think specifically for this season, I think moving forward too, um, Drew Goddard, um, which I don't know if you recognize that name, uh, but he actually, you mentioned... Uh, he he has wrote he's written um cabin in the woods um i was going to oh. say you mentioned it before but you mentioned it on our other episode on another episode yeah <laughs> um, but, so, wow. but yeah he he he's written a lot he's written the daredevil tv show some episodes of that no uh, that makes so much sense just thinking yeah. about cabin in the woods oh it makes so much sense yeah it's like a D, he he really uh what else uh uh it, it, uh, it's the movie that came out a couple of years ago. It's the uh, uh, hotel. Uh, uh, Jeff Bridges is in it. 
Um, oh, three nights. El Royale, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he wrote El Royale, he, um, which also makes sense. There's a lot of flashbacks in that. Yeah. Wow. That that, that makes me excited. Yeah, yeah. If I see an episode written by that guy, I'll be like, oh. Anyway, shout out to him because he's great and he yeah. continues to do solid work in the, uh, even now. So anyway, uh, a Hunter, what is your number four? Another Desmond episode. Uh, 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 uh. Flashes before your eyes. Uh. Hey! Yeah, um, seeing Desmond, like, think that he's not on the island anymore and, like, kind of him struggling with that is just so like oh my gosh it's yeah just, it's just the most amazing thing i've ever seen and then like kind of him going crazy a little bit like what and then him seeing charlie i know you brother i know you i was like oh <laughs> and then especially seeing it's so weird that he sees uh uh charlie playing wonderwall because charlie did play wonderwall you see that in greatest hits right so it's interesting, and Desmond wasn't there actually. So it's like, okay, you can see the future, but you can also see the past a little bit of where you weren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Very, very, I don't know, very interesting Desmond episode to see like his power. And also to see the relationship with uh, him and Penny, him and Penny's dad, bad dad alert. Bad dad. Got a bad dad alert. Um, yeah, and just seeing their relationships and seeing like why Desmond kind of like ran away a little bit. Yeah. And, and kind of kept on running. Right. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah, so that, that episode is super, it might be, I don't know. That, these last, these top five are very close. Yeah. I bet. Um, like, even thinking about flash before your eyes, I'm like, man, that's my favorite episode, but it's like, Ah oh, crap! No, it's not, but it is. <laughs> um, yeah, but see, seeing Desmond's powers uh, are yeah. We finally cool. get to see it. You know, we finally get to yeah. see like what's up with him now. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like an introduction a little bit to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 my number four, Nicholas Manor. Yes. What is your number four? Same episode. Flashes before your eyes. Uh, Desmond, so here's my blurb. Um, Desmond goes back, same as it ever was. Uh, so best use of Desmond yet in an episode that shakes the formula of the show. It's a flashback. Mm. It's a flashback, but he's in the flashback. Not remembering everything, but remembering enough uh, this time that he wants to change the past. Time travel. <laughs> um love that it's mostly about desmond it's there's no b plot there's no cutting back to anyone else it's just desmond uh it's such a self-contained episode and it's such an interesting look into desmond and a deep dive on his cowardice like we were talking before like why he leaves penny um penny and desmond are so pure and emotionally resonant here is where i fully buy and and am on board with their relationship. I I felt it last season, but this is the season where I really felt it. This is where I like really felt their love, their their camaraderie. It's just really wonderful stuff. Uh, Penny doesn't want Desmond to be anyone but himself. She loves him. Uh, Desmond and the omnipresent old ladies dynamic was super cool. 
and sets up the theme of can we change the past in the future? Is it set or can we try and do something about it? Can we choose? Uh, and finally, the last scene where Desmond breaks down and says you can't change it, no matter what you do, is heartbreaking, uh, leaving us with a reveal that he's been saving Charlie this whole time. As Marty McFly would say, this is heavy. <laughs> this is uh, heavy. This is heavy, Doc. Yeah, something that happens in that episode too, where he goes to buy the ring. He's like, "All right, I'll buy it." No, you're not. You don't. You don't buy this ring. You don't buy this ring. You get scared. You get second thoughts, and you walk out the door. Which is and it's like, which is nuts because it's like, okay, so who are you? (laughs) Who who are you, old lady? And it just makes you think, like, oh man, like how many regrets do people have in their life? And and were those regrets meant to be? Yeah, I know. And it's like, why? Why? uh, Yeah, that's just interesting topic right there. Like, why? Why do you? Why do we do the things that we do? For what reasons? You know. Yeah, is it out of our control? Yeah. Do we have Do we have free will? Yeah, we ah, so freaking crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so this is getting too heavy. So let's get into our number three, Hunter. (laughs) Hunter, you're number three. Greatest hits. Hey. Greatest hits, baby. Charlie, seeing good times with uh Charlie and his brother. Uh, I thought was awesome. Like uh, them hearing themselves on the radio, um, uh, him giving him, uh, his brother giving Charlie the ring. Um, like, oh, you're gonna have a family one day. And it's like, oh, we know that. We know what happens. Yeah. You know? It's, it's really, it's really, <laughs> for lack of a better word, it's really sucky. Uh, and then just Charlie getting redeemed in that whole episode. Uh, we really see who Charlie is. Um, he's not, he's not the guy that kidnaps Claire's baby, you know? Right. And he's not the, he, and he's also not the guy who kidnaps son. Yeah. And he, he's not the, the druggie. He's not, that's not who he is. Although that those are things that he's done. That's not who he is. Right. There's a, there's a difference. Yeah. Uh, so, and you kind of shared your thoughts on that. So I'll kind of cut it short but yeah greatest hits is one of one of the best episodes of the season for sure cool you're number three sir okay we're we're down to the big boys um so these three Mm -hmm. i've been shuffling and i and i i think i got it but once again these three episodes especially are so good and the best episodes of the show i've seen uh one of the best of the whole show, of the whole series, that it was so hard. But my number three, the man from Tallahassee. Locke gets paralyzed, and now we know why. Daddy's home. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> this was a super hard season to rank. This episode is phenomenal. Uh, you could guess Locke got paralyzed because of his piece of shit father, but how it plays out, legendary. Uh, when yeah. when, Locke, when Locke says, I felt my back break, I felt my heart break. Uh, Locke's confrontation with his father in the flower shop where he says he's not going to let him hurt someone ever again. I'm sure that's what got him that Emmy. That's what a wonderfully, what a wonderful emotional scene. 
one of the best I've seen on the show by far. Uh, shocking. You don't see Cooper uh, push Locke out of an eight-story building coming because it's so sudden. I know. It just comes out of nowhere. He's just like, you know, what's her number? Poof, and then that's it. Um, bad dad alert. You, you yeah, the worst dad ever. Um, <laughs> uh, Jack and Kate say goodbye. Sad. Uh, and the final flashback with uh, Locke for the first time sitting in a wheelchair, feeling utterly defeated and alone. Too good. Too good of a moment. Locke has, yeah. beco- Locke has become more destructive on the island. It's getting out of control in interesting ways. Uh, Locke and Ben, what a great, great, great dynamic. Got played by Ben again. We love Locke because he's a flawed character who we fully empathize with. If only he can love himself. He would never have to prove anything to anyone ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that got me right there. Right when you said, if only he could love himself. Ooh, ooh, that hits. That hits. Um, Yeah, there's another scene that I think uh, got him the Emmy that I I don't know why I left this out of my... um, acting that stuck out to me when the doctor comes in and puts him in the wheelchair that's what i was talking about oh yeah 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 that right right moment. but i i yeah i did mention that like the other scene was like a great moment but also the first time he's he's sitting in a wheelchair yeah. is, is also like so he's good one of the best yeah one of the best moments of the show probably. just anytime he breaks down it's just so sad right because he's so he's so strong he's so strong-willed he's so strong-willed on the island at least yeah yeah and he's like i i think ben calls him like like you were pathetic or somebody says that yeah a lot of people call him pathetic yeah he calls calls himself pathetic yeah and it's like it's so interesting how just with him getting like getting to be able to walk again is changing yeah and also it's just really sad to see like someone like who's a little like who's older like still being so insecure about himself. I don't know. For some reason that makes me really sad. Yeah, that makes yeah, that's that's terrible. Because like like, like I feel I, I don't I don't want to feel insecure about myself like I am right now when I'm like 50, 60. Right? That's uh, sorry, I want to talk about that for a second. That that's such an interesting topic. Cause like, yeah, like we're what in, in our twenties. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel insecure about myself now, but I'm sure that'll that'll go away. Right. I'm, away but crap man i i want to be like sure of myself when i'm 40s 50s you know it's like right. imagine you're about yourself when you're like 60 you know it's like ah that can't be me can't be me man right ah, that? that can't be us right uh, right uh anyway okay. uh hunter right uh, <laughs> uh hunter what is your number th- number two we're we're up to two yeah. okay two through the looking glass. Hey. Uh, such a great, we, I mean, we talked about it, right? But such a great episode. Such a great freaking episode. Both parts. Uh, part two, uh, a little more than part one, but I'll group them together. Um, yeah, just Charlie's death scene makes it for me. Uh, that it's, it's debatably one of my favorite moments of the whole show. Um, and literally just that, I think that makes it, if the rest of the episode sucked before that, it would still be in my top five because of Charlie's, uh, not Penny's boat scene. Yeah. It's a, it's an all timer. It really is. Uh, 
and we can't, we talked about it before, but yeah, through the looking glass, number two, baby, come on. Almost, almost number one, almost really close, but it did not win. Number two. I, I want to, before we, you get to your number one, uh-huh. I, I want to guess what it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be the brig. But don't tell me if I'm right. Don't tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to say that your favorite is the Brig. Now, on to my episode two. I mean, uh, up to uh, uh, my number two. The Brig. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Locke becomes his father. Sawyer meets Sawyer. What happens when you put two of my favorite characters together? You get an unforgettable episode. Locke learns Sawyer's real name. Sawyer screams, don't call me James, is amazing. Their dynamic is great, intense, and they have a connection they both never knew they had. Cooper. Uh, Locke deciding not to kill his father in front of the others is an all-timer scene. There's truth to what Ben says. His father is holding him back. Cooper deliciously taunts Locke, but killing him, even if they might deserve it, will lead to nothing but pain. Locke still has a heart and doesn't do it. We see in his POV how the others look at him after not doing the deed. And it really shows Locke's confliction about the whole thing. A a really striking moment for me was very small. It was like an an other uh, extra in the background crying. Really sells us on that moment. Locke wants his father to die so he can be accepted by Ben. But he doesn't want to do it himself. Q Sawyer. So this is secretly a Sawyer episode. Uh, at, at his most serious and frightening, his interactions with Anthony Cooper are the best I've seen from the show yet. The moment Sawyer realizes Cooper is Sawyer, this moment changes everything. When he says, my name's Sawyer too. Instant classic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Locke is basically a con man in this. We get a lot of we get a lot of con men in this episode, and Locke kind of becomes one at the end. He's essentially becoming his dad in ways. He lies to Sawyer, he uses him, uh, uses him, and then when he's done with him, he tells him he can go now. Uh, we, we still feel for Locke, but this is his darkest turn yet. It is. Uh, yeah, it, it, he almost he's almost unrecognizable now. Sometimes when he when he becomes this way, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's give it up. Or Kevin Tay uh, as Cooper. Maybe his best performance as Cooper yet. Totally slimy and reveals his assholery. Uh, truly believes he's in hell and won't hear it from anyone else. Uh, so intentionally infuriating. Especially when he reads Sawyer's letter and halfway through he just goes blah blah blah. Oh uh, my god. Fucking god that's Sorry, so annoying. I, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Freaking A when Sawyer's like read it read it and he's like not doing it and i'm like oh my god you freaking kill him already yeah he's just like uh when he rips the letter forget it done he's done uh so so sawyer learns something about Locke uh too he learns that he was paralyzed when sawyer asks him if it's true Locke says not anymore A a great simple note to end an amazing episode so hunter (laughs) What is your number one? I'm coming out of the blue with this one. Trisha Tanaka is dead. Holy shit! 
Yep. The, Br- the Briggs is not on your top five? It's not on my top five. Your, your, fa- your favorite is Sawyer, and it, the Briggs not on the top five? No, it's not. It is an honorable mention. It is an honorable, uh, honorable Holy mention. Holy shit. It must have been, like, number six. It, it, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, also, first time that uh, a Sawyer episode also isn't in my top five, but first time Sawyer is my MVP. Interesting. Interesting. Don't know why. Don't know why my brain works the way it does. No, I, 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 that we felt the same way because he's so he's so great throughout, even though he only has one episode. Because once again, he kind of hops into other episodes, like Locke episode, secretly yeah, a Sawyer episode, like uh, Sawyer secretly jumps into like you know uh, a, bu- a bunch of people's episodes, Kate's episodes, Jack's episode. You know, it's all he's he, he's, he's also, always there. He also jumps into. Uh, Hurley's episode and Trish right Hawk which is the, yeah. your number one um an absolute buddy movie it's just a guy guys being dudes man I, and I this show needs episodes like this um to take you away from like the others and freaking killing and it, you know because it, it could it doesn't the show doesn't exhaust it right it, but it, it's nice to have these buddy movie episodes um with Hurley, Jin, Charlie, and uh, Sawyer all just working together, fixing a car. Um, and also, <laughs> Sawyer, Sawyer's scene where he's uh, teaching Jin a little English is possibly the most wholesome and guy thing I've ever seen on this show. He's all like, uh, I'm sorry. Like, no, you don't look like fat in those jeans or whatever. And he's like, the only English you need to know, right there. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good. You're set. You're good, dude. You don't need to know nothing else. Um, and just the the hope in that episode is just undeniable. Yeah, um, it's it's so it's so low stakes in a good way. Yeah, and just that, like, I, I forget exactly what Hurley says, but like, you come on, man. Like, we need we need something. We need something to get us going. Even if it's just starting car, we need we need a win here because we we haven't had one really all all season to this point i think i think this is the like the 10th episode or whatever so it's early on still but the the season really starts off like oh my gosh they're just taking hit after hit after hit and so this episode i think is super important yeah no that's it's a good one um yeah and i also like how uh, you know, it, it's it, it's it's the small stuff. Like I was talking about before, that's that's what I like about Lost. It's not all, it's not always about the big stuff. It's always it, it it's we we always get back down to the ground level. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the that is my favorite episode of Lost season three. Interesting. That's an, that's an interesting choice. That's a unique choice. I like that choice. Thank you. Thanks, man. Uh, all right. What's your number one? Hit hit me with it. I also like that choice because it's my number one too. Uh, Trisha Tanaka is dead. Hurley win. <laughs> this is the first time we have the fr- a number one that's the same. Yeah, first time our number one's the same. First time our MVP's the same. Insane, insane. I really didn't think you would have this on here too. So I didn't think so either. I was like, oh, it's it's gonna be like middle of the list for for for. What did you think it was gonna be? Your number one. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I was thinking Enter 77. I was thinking Further Instructions. Um, yeah, but also before you said Man from Tallahassee, that's, I was like, that's probably Nick's favorite. Right. Which, um, which once again, it's so close. 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Trisha Tanaka is dead. Hurley wins and it lifts me up. Uh, maybe the funniest episode of Lost I've ever seen yet. Uh, it's also the most uplifting. It has everything I want in a Lost episode. Characters in small situations, working, fighting, and growing together. A Sawyer and Hurley's back and forth is rapid fire, and it's all so charming and very funny. Uh, so many little jokes that add up to a great watch. You were you mentioned some of them before, but the meteor that kills Trisha Tanaka, Sawyer nicknames Hurley Snuffy, and Charlie Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> when, the, <laughs> when the fortune... When the fortune teller puts the egg in the pot, covering Golden Jesus's ears, Sawyer teaching Gin English, great acting from Vincent, the dog. The, yeah. se <laughs> the sequence of the van driving into the rock and Hurley saving the day. It's just so much fun. Uh, also, and, some, and, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you go. But um, uh, when Charlie gets in the van with Hurley, it's the first time that you're like, Charlie, hell yeah. Yeah. This is the first time I was like, oh, Charlie's good this season. Mm -hmm. uh, and also some of the best emotional moments, actually. I mean, it's a very funny episode throughout. It's so watchable. But there's some really, like, poignant stuff, too. Hurley's, Hurley's dad's speech at the end is such a tearjerker, especially when Hurley leaves him. It, like, thinking he can't be near anyone, not even his own dad. And his, and his dad says, I'll be here when you get back. Oh, so good. And yeah. and her and her and it all boils down to Hurley. Hurley's arc is about never giving up, and in a high-stakes situation, he doesn't back down, and he does it. You can choose what you want to do. You make your own luck. It's a beautiful message, in a beautiful episode. Hurley is the dude. Thank you, Jorge Garcia. Yeah. What and like. He he's he's good in the in the first two seasons, but this is this is Hurley's uh, season. I mean, shines. like anytime he's interacting with Sawyer, or Charlie, anytime he's like doing anything, he's just honestly. I didn't want to say it because I thought it would spoil my number one, but Hurley was also like a close second. Yeah, uh huh. And it that's was... why that's why I didn't want to talk about him so much because I didn't want to necessarily reveal my number one because once again yeah. I thought I thought you wouldn't have it on your list, but it, you did. No, I, I didn't think that you were going to... I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to come, like, out of the gates. Nick's going to be like, what? Uh, that's, so, that's, so, that's so interesting that we both thought that. Yeah. Weird. And, yeah, th this season kind of brought us together on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I've, I'm really proud with everything we've talked about here today. Yeah. Um, what, what a season. Yeah, let's just quickly uh, wrap up, rank all the episodes, and then and rate it. Say goodbye, and then we'll be on our way. So, uh, Hunter, you're ranking for all the episodes. Cool. So I got Trish Tanaka is Dead, Through the Looking Glass, Greatest Hits, uh, Flashes Before Your Eyes, The Brig, uh, Expose, uh, Par A Beyond, uh, Claire's Episode, or Claire's Episode, um, Enter 77, I Do, The Cost of Living, Number 12, Every Man for Himself, Number 13, A Tale of Two Cities. 14, Not in Portland. 15, which also, I got to say that this was very hard. I, I like basically all these episodes. Um, 15, The Man from Tallahassee. 16, One of Us. DOC. Further Instructions. Left Behind. Man Behind the Curtain. 
uh, Glass Ballerina, and Stranger in a Strange Land. Interesting. I'm very shocked that Man of Tallahassee and Man Behind the Curtain are so low. Yeah, it, it was very it was very uh, difficult because I love what happens in those um, in those episodes, but I I just felt like I I don't know I liked the uh, I don't know I don't know Th- this was a very hard season. yeah yeah it, it's hard it, uh, so I get it I get it yeah like I I, I just I think I liked. I, I like the uh, simplicity of this season um, a little more than like the crazy stuff. But again, I, I love, as I said before, I love all of the intricacies of like how crazy it gets, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And your rating. Uh, oh, sorry, rating? sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you were, you were still talking. Oh no, no. Uh, but yeah, Glass Ballerina and Stranger in a Strange Land, probably worst two episodes uh, of the whole show so far. Yeah. Um, Stranger in a Strange Land. I I hated Jack. Hated him. Absolutely. <laughs> hated him. Um, my rating. So I I'm still struggling with this one because I want I want there to be places to go with my rating. Well, it doesn't but, matter if you feel it's a ten. Give it a ten. I'm gonna give this one a ten. Yeah. It's a ten. Hell it's yeah, perfect. dude. It it. Other than like. Stranger in a Strange Land and like whatever's happening in like the first few episodes, it really gets to a perfect spot uh, by the end. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So let me quickly rank Trisha Tanaka is Dead, The Brig, Man from Tallahassee, Flashes Before Your Eyes, Greatest Hits, Expose, Super Close, DOC, Super Close, Through the Looking Glass, Super Close, One of Them, The Man Behind the Curtain, Not in Portland, Catch 22, Enter 77. I do, left behind, every man for himself. Par Avon, a, a tale of two cities, the cost of living, further instructions, the glass ballerina, stranger in a strange land. I like that. I I still think a stranger in a strange land is is is, is kind of bad, but I, I I'm struggling with that or the Charlie episode last season being the worst. Oof. It's 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 tied. I think it's one of the one or the other. It's like they're they're so close to being like. I think the, Stranger in a Strange Land takes it. To be honest, it, it might be. It might be the worst. Weird. Yeah. I once again, I don't think it's like unwatchable, but it's not. It's not good. Yeah. It's just like, why is this here? Why are you forcing her to tattoo? It's just weird. Yeah. Weird. Um. And my rating would be a nine out of ten. I think it's a great season of television. I I still have a few uh, minor issues. And I I don't know yet if it's a, if it's as good as season one, but mm. but I did love it, and I'm very excited to see what the hell this show is going to do moving forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> what? And I can't wait to do the rest of the show with you. Likewise, my friend. Likewise. So um, um, so that's the show. That's season three. Uh, thank you so much, Hunter. I love you, my thank dude. You. Thank you, Nick. I love you more. Oh, you're the man. And we love you, actories. 
That's right. Thank you guys for listening. Email us questions, suggestions, or if you want to guest star at nycactorsfilmpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at nycactorspod and Insta at nycactorstalkfilm. You can find us right now anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please consider liking and following us on these platforms. Please listen, subscribe, and consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Look out for more updates and new episodes every week. Thanks for listening. Music to my ears, Nick. Thank you, guys.